Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Rope Watch Snobs. You have made it to episode 100, 106. Michael, what is up? I miss you. I miss you so much. You I, I miss you too. I, I just heard you I heard you now, and I, <laughs> I remember seeing you actually say the whole thing, go through the spiel, and it was just... It was a beautiful moment for me. We're still coming off the high of actually being in the same room as each other. So for you guys, for people who don't know, Mike and I record two rope watch knobs on, on different sides of the United States. He's on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast. Uh, it's classic, uh, classic East meets West story. You know what I'm saying? Not really, but we're both from Florida, but we just <laughs> yeah. moved apart at some point. Yeah. And so um, we were together for Thanksgiving. If you haven't checked it out, we did a really, really fun Thanksgiving episode on our Patreon. It was me, you, and then our wives. And I mean, it was just 45 minutes of us just kind of, I think, talking about like what it was like doing a vegan Thanksgiving, hanging out, and like a little bit of watches. So if you just like our kind of banter, that was really fun. And it was cool to be in the same room. So um, it's on the Patreon. Go check it out. We'll link it in the show as well. <clears throat> but I'm still coming down from the high of actually recording in the same room as you. Yeah, with the whole podcast, I, I think podcasting now is kind of going through this this craze where like every celebrity is doing their own podcast, even if it's just them in a room talking. Talking about feelings. Um, yeah, yeah. Or, or people doing podcasts together. But I feel I feel like most people are spoiled, like they can do it in a room together most of the time. Yeah. And that's just. I mean, just because of this, it's it's very alien to me, that concept. <laughs> um, but who knows? We make I mean, it work. I think it's, it's funny. So every yeah. now and then when someone from when, when one of you guys like reaches out and like they'll ask like, you know, what it's like and what the process is. Most people are shocked to hear we're not in the same room. Yeah. That that means yeah. that that you, Michael, are doing a very good job because Michael does all Michael does all of our Michael's Michael's the brain. I'm the dick joke guy. That's the dynamic <laughs> we have going here. You know what I'm saying? So Michael is doing that. all. Mm, I'm fairly certain about that. Michael is <laughs> doing all the audio processing. So if if that's something that you guys have 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 never noticed that we're in a different room, you, you could thank Michael for that. But here, I could I could I could sing Michael's praises all day, but we should get on with the show. The show the show must must end or go on. This is gonna be a fun episode. So just before we start getting into a lot of the nitty gritty, this episode is going to be. Um, I love this idea. We were texting about it um, the other day and kind of just doing research and so I, I think it's gonna be fun to get everyone's opinion. But it's the idea of the affordable sleeper watches, like affordable sleeper watches of 2018. So obviously the year's coming to an end soon. Uh, you know, we're looking at a new year and I think we were looking back and just kind of thinking like, what were some really interesting, affordable, under the radar sleeper watches of 2018? So not necessarily say they were released in 2018, but just kind of looking back at this year, what caught our eye that never really seemed to catch on? Is that kind of like a, an appropriate interpretation of this, of this topic or, 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 or are we talking about regatta timers? And I totally missed the memo. No, no, you got it. And I think it's kind of sad, but how do you gauge something that's a sleeper hit? Does it just mean that, uh, I guess, like the big guys didn't cover it? I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you how you interpret it. If you type in the name of that watch and then the word review and only Amazon links show up, that's a sleeper watch in my opinion. Yeah. If one of the, actually, one of these I type, I type it into to Google and we're we're number one <laughs> and then like barely anyone else actually did, did we write about it or did we write about like a similar watch we 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 wrote about it we wrote about this one specifically uh, awesome. as as a news kind of a news release so so the, the way I to talk about it the way the dynamic will work it's kind of similar to other shows we've done I chose two watches Mike chose two watches and we'll take turns talking about what we think were sort of the sleeper sleeper affordable sleeper hits and or just 
under the radar watches 2018 so um that's to come gonna be a lot of fun but first we have to honor tradition we have to honor tradition and we have to do we have to do a wrist check i'm very excited about my wrist check um i've been talking way too much do you do you want to start off start us off on the audio on the audio wrist check were you able to were you able to get the patek out of the out of the vault with your with, I, I with, with, with your with your rembrandts and your bollingers yeah, weird, weird holiday hours at the bank. Uh, you know, I couldn't, I, I didn't have time, you know. Ah, oh, it's okay. Uh, it's okay. The, uh, the, char- the private charter flight, you know, was also delayed a little well, bit. Well, with so. the wildfires, I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm also excited about my wrist check, nonetheless. Um, you know, it's, you know how I failed the, uh, the watch fast with the Speedmaster? Yeah, we've all been there. I failed, I failed I, mine too. And I kind of, I kind of brought up the idea that it's not because I don't like the watch, but it's just a watch that I either wear on special occasions or just have to feel, I don't know, kind of like in a good mood, it's, good enough mood to wear it. It's not you, it's me. That'll like kind of like, right? <laughs> this watch is kind of the same, surprisingly, okay. and and I'm surprised I feel this way because <clears throat> I like it so much, and um, I kind of bitched about it so much for so long. Um, this is the Glycine Airman, um, number one. Nice. Uh, I guess I should call it the Gen One, <laughs> also at this time. Oh man, that's right. Master Up did uh did that new the new ones or I guess the Gen Twos or whatever. Yeah, I guess I guess you can call them Gen One, Gen Two, um, and this is specifically the uh, the GMT hand equipped version. So uh, half half vintage reissue, half modern reinterpretation mm. of a very classic pilot's watch um that kind of grew up alongside the rolex gmt master in the 50s right um 36 millimeters fun case it's small but the lugs are um i mean this has to be almost 50 i saw that watch in person i think for lug. the first time when you were here for thanksgiving it's it's really cool it's certainly a small diameter but the lug to lug it's, it always kind of reminds me of what Nomos does. So Nomos diameters and some of the watches are super small, but those lugs stick out because, you know, they they kind of want it to appeal to more... They also wanted to, like, appease modern sensibility with watch wearing and things like that. So what yeah. I really enjoyed, though, about that Glycine Airman seeing in person is I've always seen photos and I've heard us talk about it and everything like that. But then seeing yours, the I, I just wanted to put it on and, like, climb the Matterhorn with my teeth. Like, there was just something <laughs> just, like, so... Like, I could do it. You know what I mean? It was my own personal Nike ad. You know what I mean? Like, when I saw that watch, I'm like, shit, man. Like, I want to just, like, get that watch and do shit. You know what I mean? So, that was really, really wonderful seeing in person. I mean, I'm happy you're wearing it now. Yeah, and for some reason, like like I said, now I have to differentiate between the Gen 1 and the Gen 2 Mass Drop Edition. Because they have, there are a few differences. The the most visual difference for me is the... um, or I guess are the numerals on the bezel very right you were uh, mentioning this the font that they use is a little fatter it's kind of I'm not saying it looks bad but it's just uh, it's it's different from what you see on um some of the older glycines maybe maybe that same font was used on a different model at some point and and uh, they're still they're still accurate in that sense mm-hmm. but um and then also uh, mine is is uh is actually 100 meters of water resistance as opposed so, to what is it I, 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 like, like i'm not being facetious it's just, it's just one meter on the other one right i think it's like one atm 
or something. So that's three feet. <laughs> what is? No, I, I have I have no clue. It's 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 absurdly like laughable. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't. They they took the they took the vintage reissue uh, thing way too far. <laughs> well, it was probably an extra cost for them to ensure it was water resistant. And I think someone was talking to us. They were saying it had something to do with the the bezel lock. Something about the bezel lock or the crown gasket basically made. You think it, maybe they just didn't do testing? They might. Also? They might just not given a shit. I mean, people don't care about things as much as you, as you and I, Michael. As an adult, that's what I've learned. My, this is you know? th- these watches are still going through a very, very weird time period. You know, with ever yeah. since ever since the whole glycine slash Invicta purchase and the subsequent discontinuation of these models, it, it's just it's absurd to see that these things. This watch actually sold for around twenty four hundred dollars new. Jeez, when it came out in two thousand fourteen. Then out of nowhere that purchase happened and then you'd see them on stuff like Joma Shop and Amazon for between six fifty and seven fifty all day. Yeah. And then out of out of nowhere, they all just disappeared. <laughs> and that's when I lost my mind. Um, you know, and now so now if you do searches for them on eBay, you get kind of a mixed bag between the new mass drop editions and and these. Um, yeah, you know, I think I think if you go for either one, you're gonna have a nice uh, a nice pilot's watch. Um, I would just like to see a little more direction for for glycine. Right. Well, I just Invicta bought them. I remember when that happened. Do you think they still have, are having a say in what goes on? I don't think they care, man. I don't <laughs> even think they're going. I don't even think they're going to Basel anymore. I, I mean, <laughs> like. Like I said, if you go to the web page, like the big, the latest news post on on the news section of the Glycine site is like, Basel World 2016 or something. Like it's That's just, awesome. It's really, it's We're going, really guys. Weird, man. Well, it's just funny because I feel like the I feel like around the time that this happened, the analogy that I was drawing uh, is that Invicta getting Glycine was very similar, in my opinion, uh, to Fossil buying Zodiac, like mm. that same sort of dynamic, in, in my opinion. You know, like big. Uh, watch name that everyone knows buying up um, something that's kind of more of like a legacy uh, really cool history brand but yeah. obviously Fossil is doing more with Zodiac than Invicta is doing with um, who's it uh, Glycine in my, in my opinion you know what I mean so yeah I mean I, I would I would recommend that people check out the brand if if you're into if you're into pilots watches and you're kind of you know um disenchanted with all of the IWC big pilots being shoved down your throat <laughs> and uh you know GMT masters galore uh you know take a look take a look at glycine uh, their website is kind of cringy with with the imagery that they use of like pilots and like babes by airplanes <laughs> <laughs> well all like, the well, when brightling changed and fire all the fly girls where you think they had to go they had to flock to glycine right yeah yeah they had to do something with their time yeah dude there's only so much you can do with a fly girl resume right <laughs> oh man you know actually they still make the dc4 uh which is a 42 millimeter version of this watch which oh. i think is actually pretty cool interesting uh, I've, I've sometimes thought about um checking that one out but i, I right. think i think if they don't redo the lugs at 42 millimeters that's gonna feel really big well um, does it does it look like they do 
it looks like they have the same kind of lugs that stick out. So yeah, but maybe I should maybe I should stay away from that watch. Well, you just gotta find the nearest uh, glycine boutique, get some of their free oh. espresso, and uh, see if you yeah. can try one on. I'll, I'll swing by the luxury district over in <laughs> Vancouver. I'm sure it's there. It's gotta be, dude. Right? It's got that, 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 that. Like that just makes sense to me. Yeah. That's so but a, cool. a, a great a great line of watches. Um, check them out. Do some. They do some research. There's a there's a book that I uh, wrote. There's an ebook ebook that I wrote that I linked to in the news post that I did for these new uh, glycine airmen watches. That is uh, super comprehensive and written by I guess uh, I forget his name now, but some some kind of expert on the watches. So nice, super. Cool. There's some info out there. Check them out. They're they're fun. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, is it my go? It's your turn. I am wearing a watch I have fallen in love with all over again. I was always kind of in love with it, but now I've fallen in love with it over again. Uh, actually, it was the watch that I basically wore the whole time you were here. Uh, so for today's wrist check, I am wearing uh, the super cool Orange Star WZ0071DJ. Um, the only reason I can remember that reference number is because it has 007 in the middle of it. That's it. <laughs> and that's your life now. That's it. That's my whole... I'm just watching... <laughs> I literally, I literally rewatched Goldeneye for like the billionth time on Hulu as I was putting up my, my Christmas decorations, you know, or, or like or like getting ready to put up my Christmas decorations, you know. So, and uh, I just kept pausing and rewinding the scene when he was using the the, the laser on the Seamaster's pip to cut through the the train so he could escape. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. That's what it's all about. But yeah, no, that, that, he, he escapes the exploding train and then immediately starts making out with Natalia. Yeah, dude. Why not? He's a spy. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> right? If television has taught me anything, it's constant, it's 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 constant constant bay banging, constant action, and a little bit of emotions, back to bay banging. <laughs> not necessarily in order. You know what I mean? Oh man. I'm just I'm I'm slowly going through all of the um, older ones because they're like all basically on Hulu. I think except the Daniel Craig ones, apparently, which you can only get if you have like the Showtime plugin for Hulu. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I had everything, but yeah, I am wearing. I'm so sorry. I am wearing the very cool Orange Star WZ0071 DJ. Um, very very cool watch. I have it back on the bracelet, which you have seen. You saw for the first time. You saw. You've seen it before on. I think um, this letter. Strap. I couldn't take. I couldn't take my eyes off that watch. I love this watch. There. <laughs> There's something about the bracelet which just it brings out so much more um, in this piece. It's one of those things where I think people are a little bit. They're a little bit weird when they hear about an Orient watch uh, like this costing the price that it does. So usually when you think Orients, you're thinking like Magos, Rays, or Bambinos, or um, maybe even some entry Orient star pieces like the classic or like the retro uh, retrograde, which is a really fun um, movement that they do. So the, this Orient Star, it's the, the GMT complication. It's the Orient Star movement, the 40P53. Uh, actually, if you want to learn more about this watch, you can just Google it, um, and we're, we'll just we'll just pop up the the, art, the review I've written a long time ago will pop up if you just type in Orient Star GMT or WZ0071DJ. Um, I want to update. I want to go back and like update the review with like nicer pictures, but I don't want to like I don't know screw with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I gotcha. So, but um. But yeah, wearing this watch, and I'm just, I, I, I love it. It's so wearable. It's not small, but it's not like too big either. Um, I, I've forgotten how nice this bracelet was because I had it on leather for so long. In terms of the 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 the, the tradition of maybe not the best Orient bracelets, this thing is killer. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. That I mean, I, I think it's 
it was kind of perfect. And I was really surprised at, at the sort of continuity you get between the case and the bracelet. Yeah. It just felt, it felt really right. Obviously it's, it's cool to actually, I think that's the first time I hold or handle like an Orient star, anything in mm-hmm. person. So you feel yeah, like it's pretty, there's pretty a big, rad. there's a big, definitely like a big, uh, big quality difference. Obviously there's also a big price difference. This watch you can find, uh, you can find online for around like 900 ish, uh, usually yeah. on the lower side of 900, um, which for the Orient, which, which for Orient is expensive, but on the Orient star line, that's pretty expensive. There are a couple other Orient star pieces that are, uh, 12 and 1500. They have like a really cool, like moon phase, I think kind of thing going on. So, and also in case, in case it's not clear, the, the, the delineation of Orient, like sort of model lines. So there's the regular Orients, which are like your Makos and Rays. So those are like your regular Seikos and then Orient Star is kind of like um, Seiko like Presage slash Prospects or Prospects however however y'all say it so kind of middle tier but then there's another line of Orients which barely ever sees the light of day they're called Royal Orient I've only seen I've only seen one in person and it was complete happenstance I was um, I was at like a, a party that my brother was throwing and one of his buddies was there and um, we were we were always like we never we were never like close close but we ended up working in the same building like around this time and so he we were like watch buddies because he had a watch collection that he was building out and so he showed up to this party my brother my brother was throwing with this brand new watch he just kind of heard about and did a lot of research and ended up buying it and it was a it was a fucking Royal Orient and it was yeah. so weird to see it in person because it was so. You wouldn't think it was anything special by seeing it across the room, but then like when you hold it, you're like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like I totally get it. So, but 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 that's kind of so Royal Orient. I'm getting I'm getting sidetracked. Royal Orient is um kind of like Grand Seiko, like that's like the analogy. So um, Orient, Orient Star, which is what I have on my wrist right now, and then uh, Royal Orient. So, but yeah, super happy with this watch. The GMT complication is fun. I think it's decorated really, really well. Um, I'm contemplating adding more Orient Star pieces to the collection. One of them that I'm going to talk about today is one of the ones I'm thinking about adding. But obviously, then I'm potentially hacking away at my Seamaster fund. So mm. I don't, I don't know what to do. You know, that's important. <laughs> Cause I'm just I, I'm just gonna feel like I missed out if I never get that damn Bond Seamaster the two 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 five four one dot eight zero. The time the time will come. Yeah, I'm I'm getting the same feeling that I got when we were talking about Slava Medicals. So. Oh yeah, you getting your your spidey I, sense I is tickling. You. I believe in you. I still think getting the Slava Medical was probably such one of the biggest highlights of my like entire like watch collecting journey. Cause that's just. I remember I would I would I would drool over that watch when we were still working together down down in Miami. I'd be just like looking at eBay. I was supposed to be working, but obviously I'm not gonna work. So I'm just like on my phone on eBay <laughs> looking at yeah, listings trying to find that watch. So maybe maybe it can work out. But yeah, that's that's what I'm wearing today. Really happy to have you finally see that watch in person and happy to kind of hear that you really enjoy it too. I think it's I think Orange Star needs to have some more attention paid to it. Um, I'll talk about that more when we actually get to like the the main the main part of the the episode. But yeah, that's 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 um that's what I'm wearing today. Yeah, man. I actually I think I saw it in Hong Kong, but you had it on leather. And I you didn't really leather. whip it out much. Yeah, I I had it on leather. What did I wear in Hong? Just because of the damn weather, it was like walking around and like and like and like if 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 Dagobah was a metropolitan city, that's what it was like in Hong Kong, dude. It's just <laughs> it's just. 
steam and humidity and just 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 people like wearing like like tank tops and fanning themselves. It was fucking hot. It was hot yeah. in Hong Kong, so I was just wearing the sumo the whole time because <laughs> it's all good because I could just screw that crown down. But yeah, so so definitely happy wearing this now. But yeah, so uh, oh yes, so just in terms of the agenda, there's there's um, there's news we want to talk about. Then get to the main topic, but this is huge. We have reached Michael, you and I, as as two of the two broke watch knobs. You and I have reached a huge milestone. One hundred patrons. We've reached. Patreon. We've reached a hundred patrons on Patreon. We're actually at a hundred and five right now. Oh, oh, look at that! How cool is that? Just just popped it open right now. <laughs> very cool. Very nice of you guys. Yeah, very nice of each and every single one of you. That is so freaking huge. Just because that's that's. That doesn't mean you just like the show, but that you believe in what we're doing. You believe in two dudes just talking about genitals and maybe talking about affordable watches sometimes. Like that's kind of like I think that 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 that's basically our, our, our USP at this point. You know what I mean? But huge thank you to everyone. I'm gonna be doing um, some fun kind of patron only content on Patreon now that there uh, we've reached that 100 patron gold. Uh, gold. I wish someone just mailed me a gold. <laughs> maybe just mailed me a gold bar. Just take a just take like a little sliver off of that and buy my Seamaster and then just hide in the mountains. Because um, there's so many mountains here in Florida, you know. The two broke watch knobs just disappear, and everyone, <laughs> everyone starts investigating it on their own. Whatever it's, happened to them? It's gonna end up on the unsolved mysteries subreddit or whatever the hell that's called. <laughs> that's been popping up more and more on the on the front page. Cads went out to get coffee one day, and he never returned. It's just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the only the only sign that he had left willingly is that his Slava medical wasn't there. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Inter- interviews with our crying wives oh my god i would be so crushed <laughs> i could i would never recover oh man but yeah no so so huge thank you to all every single one of you that's 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 jumped on to um the patron of uh, the patreon page as a patron so what we're going to do is we're going to be rolling out some new fun tiers uh fun like 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 patron tiers that are in there so there's the idea that michael and i are building around the idea of like a community review so when you enter into a certain patron tier you basically are entered into the pool to do basically a community review where we choose one watch still trying to figure out that's going to work choose one watch and that just gets circulated within everyone within a certain group can't be too large because otherwise it'll take forever so like three or four people and we just will spend three days or a few days with the watch and then we'll all jump on some kind of like Skype call and just share our thoughts in real time on the watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then those will be recorded. Hopefully I'm trying to figure out how to do this. Those will be recorded and then that content will be available for everyone to, to listen to, you know, does that kind of make sense or am I, or, or, or am I just kind of like pipe dreaming it? No, that makes sense. And I, I just want to say that the, you know, we're extremely appreciative um, yeah, of all you guys uh, contributing monthly, it really means a lot, and it actually it does help us out in the day to day maintenance of uh, just the site and the podcast. Um, you know, pretty soon you're you're gonna see some some quality changes uh, in terms of audio. We're thinking about some new equipment. Um, you know, some different things that we can do for the website, and just you know, I just want everyone to know that the the more and more you contribute to something like this. The more you're supporting um, kind of a watch media outlet yeah. that does not rely 
on watch brands for support. <laughs> That's a huge thing. So when Mike and I first started doing t- like like two broke watch snobs, I think there was always that like idea of like, oh, you know, what's going to happen if like a huge watch brand reaches out to us? And then I think at a certain point, we kind of looked at each other, looked at each other and just been like, we're going to tell them to go fuck themselves. I mean, maybe not in those words, because the, the the problem is when like when when that situation happens, then you get th- th- that affects what the shows are about. That affects you know what the content is about. We love working with micro brands because micro brands are way more open to the type of relationships we want to foster. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I mean, even if it's something, even if it's a large brand and you do something with them, that's fine. I just don't want everything to be supported. Because because totally. the, then because then you know you you have different times in the year where business is good or business is bad or you're not entirely you're not entirely sure yeah. how much X brand is going to spend on advertising you know this quarter you know so I'm not really sure if I can do this for for the listeners and the readers yeah it's just it's constantly up and down um, you know with with people supporting um, the site steadily on Patreon. Um, totally. the way you guys do it's it, it's a completely different ball game um and, and i think we're going to see a lot of uh different types of watch content slowly start to emerge um as this model becomes adopted should we start doing shower reviews of dive watches where i basically just film myself from like the shoulders up in a shower reviewing a dive watch while just getting like water poured on me would that be funny we can we can do that oh man there's a there's a comedian uh that i that i saw the other day here uh, in in downtown and he has a youtube series where it's just um cake in a bath and he reviews <laughs> he reviews cake and he eats it in a bath just shirtless so he can <laughs> he's a real he's a really funny guy his name is his name is mike baldwin and his site is mikeisfunny.com is he and one of the famous is he is he one of the famous 400 baldwins or is it just is there's no relation no, he's not one of those he's not one of those uh, and he's and he's on he's on tour now. Uh, <laughs> check him out. Cake bath. <laughs> there's is something the so series. there's something so off-putting but strangely luxurious about cake in a bath. Oh no no no! But but these these aren't like wedding cakes or anything. He goes he does his show. He like he drives 28 hours to get paid like a hundred bucks, and then he <laughs> he he goes to like Fred Meyer and buys the pre-made whatever. Like, <laughs> Cupcake. Sheet cake, just like a sheet cake with like a football <laughs> yeah. on it. Yeah, dude, he's he's done like a whole cookie cake before. Uh, it's good stuff, man. That's he's so a really funny guy. But yeah, yeah. I, so I think the big, I think the really fun delineation that you kind of just inspired me to like just put together in my head. If we rely on brands for kind of our year-round funding, which is like the traditional way to sort of do watch press, then two book watch knobs belongs to the brands. Mm-hmm. But if we if we basically are supported by you guys, two book wash knobs belongs to you, and I feel like yep. that is so special. That's just so freaking cool. You know what I mean? So again, huge thank you to everyone that's jumped on Patreon. If you have any questions about how the funds are used, the Patreon page uh, Patreon page definitely explains. Um, I think everything as much as possible. If you have additional questions or maybe something's not on there, you can reach out and ask us because we want to make sure we're as transparent as possible. You can hit us up uh, email. What the hell is our email? tbws.contact at gmail.com. Again, tbws.contact at gmail.com. Interestingly enough, you know what I'm going to use some Patreon funds for as soon as, soon as, as soon as we start recording today? What? To renew our domain because it's about to oh, expire. There you go. 
Oh geez, that's that's probably probably good that we get on that. I should probably put that on auto renew. I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of disappointed in myself that I didn't. You know. <laughs> So I'm gonna go. I think go. now we can do it. I think I think it's a safe bet to do that now. So I'm gonna do that before before one of you enterprising knuckleheads buys it the second <laughs> the second it expires. But um, yeah, appreciate every single one of you. Thank you so much. Um, do you want to do? We have a little bit of website news, and then the main topic. Or actually, yeah, I, I think we I think we've totally time for that. Uh, I've been talking way too much. I want to hear about this news that 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 that, that you got. Yeah, this is kind of small. You know, I I fired everything up this morning and, uh, you know, had my coffee and I was ready to record with you. And then I I saw this this new release uh, from Hamilton and uh, Gear Patrol. Gear Patrol is kind of a fun website that's sort of a mixed bag of, uh, you know, watches, outdoor gear, recreational gear. Functional stuff. You know, I've even seen like guitars, amps, and pedals on there before. So there's just, it, it's kind of this overarching website that covers gear. I want to read the SERP entry on the, well, uh, the, the, the Google result page entry just to give you guys an idea. Gear Patrol, the spirit of adventure, a daily magazine of immersive stories, deals, buying advice, product board editorial, and reports from far-flung places. So I think that's a good overview of what Gear Patrol is. It tells us nothing. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You could do better. But uh, I, you know, I, I like the website. Yeah, I like the site. website uh, in, in general. But they they released this kind of uh, collaborative effort between the uh, the magazine and uh, watch brand Hamilton, and it's uh, it's kind of a overlooked. Um, collection from Hamilton it's the yeah. Hamilton khaki scuba which is their their kind of affordable dive watch so if you're into the khaki field mechanical and everything there is there is a dive watch uh kind of family that branches from from the khaki line and it's the khaki scuba yeah it's cool looking. Uh, I think I'm looking they call at it the right khaki now. navy scuba uh, that makes sense so if you go on Amazon and you search for them, uh, they have a lot of different versions, but sometimes the colors, if you ask me, the colors get a little out of hand and uh, just look kind of kitty. Okay. So like, are, are there like a lot of mauve, mauve Hamilton navies? <laughs> no, no. It's just, I don't know. The the dial layouts can, can look kind of weird. And I've just, I've never been into the color options that you get. And basically okay. this one, this one is just black. Um, this one's black and white for the most part with just the, the touch of orange in the seconds hand. It's orange you, in the second hand, and I think the underside of the strap it comes on is orange. Yeah, it looks yeah. like. I think, I, th- I might be wrong, but it comes, yeah, it comes with this cool looking uh, nylon strap yeah. that's black with orange on the underside. The hardware looks great. Mm. Um, and I think you also get the bracelet with it. So that Ooh. that'd be... Yeah, I think yeah. You so you get it with the bracelet and with the strap and a tool, and that's all for seven hundred forty-five. I see here comes mounted on your choice of the standard bracelet or the black NATO style strap with orange. So maybe it's one or the other. I'm on the Gear Patrol maybe, site. Maybe it's one or the other. Who knows? Let's now seven hundred forty-five dollars. Wow. I mean, if I hit add to cart, I, I don't get an option. So I think it comes with both. Nice. That's awesome. This thing is super, super cool. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, so I'm familiar with the khaki line from Hamilton. I've never, I've never seen. I don't think I've ever seen anything from the from the from the navy. Oh no, technically, didn't we give away one? Remember that quartz piece? Was that that was a navy, right? 
But that wasn't like this. We gave away a Hamilton? No, it wasn't a Hamilton. Wait. Oh, it was a Timex. See, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why Mike Lee needs a smarter co-host, someone with an IQ <laughs> above a potato. You know what I'm saying? I was like, when did we give away Hamilton? And, and <laughs> no, that's just, that. that's kind of something cool I saw today because we see a lot of um, collaborative projects between, I don't know, watch brands and, and magazines or fashion houses. and Right. Uh, you know, a lot of times they're crazy expensive. So this is a fun I was kind of... Yeah, I was kind of happy to see that, that this one was seven forty-five. I mean, you can argue that you can probably get something uh, cooler or, or stylish for a little bit less. We were just talking about those Mito Ocean Stars that oh, yeah. are at, at like six something on Amazon, and we've seen them drop to like five something before. Yep. Um, but you know, if you're if you're into the the scuba line and you've been looking at the options and haven't been happy with the uh, the color options, this one. This is one to check out. It's pretty cool. I'm looking at these photos now. Yeah. If um, also just just speaking of the uh, of the Mito piece, Mike, uh, Mike's uh, oh, it's my Mike's got watches. Mike's got watches. Listener of the show, good friend of the show, um, OG TBWS. He actually wrote that review on the TBWS website for the Mito Ocean Star. It's a lot of fun. Go and go and check it out. But yeah, I think that I think this Hamilton's pretty cool. It just begs the question, which I think we were talking about off air. When is Brigade? gonna answer our emails to get the brigade tbws uh flying tourion off off the ground pun intended i wrote to them i wrote to them about a moon phase okay uh, what did they, they say make, they make one of my favorite moves. i kind of want instead of like the the head of a moon i want i want it to be like a like a head of a cat can we have through. the moon phase be a tbws phase where every monday morning when the show posts that's when the tbws logo is at its fullest on the tbws moon phase that would be something, but That'd that's a lot of that's fun. a that's a new complication, and uh, I don't know if Brigay has time for us. Mm, come on, <laughs> come on, Brigay, you gotta get your shit together. <laughs> Opportunity is knocking, guys. <laughs> yeah, that would be something. Oh, uh, that's funny, but yeah, so really, really cool watch. Um, shall we get to the 2018 sleeper watches? Yeah, let's get to it, so people don't get bored and complain about us taking a while to talk about things as feelings you gotta talk about feelings first <clears throat> yeah yeah <laughs> complaining on the internet dude i keep making the mistake of like looking up reviews of us i have to stop doing that i'm still so crushed that someone said we we're lowbrow humor crushed michael <laughs> all right i uh, at least i at least thought we were like a couple notches above so when i hear lowbrow humor i think like carrot top so are we the carrot top of like the watch world that, that I'm not familiar me. with carrot top material. You ever did he get into stand up? I just knew he did some commercials. That's all I know about carrot top. Ter- yeah, carrot top's probably one of the more prolific uh, prop comics, which is not saying a lot. Um, early career before he got jacked, that was his thing. He was a prop comic. They have a big box of props and they pull stuff out and he'd be like, oh, woo, and he make people laugh and then eventually he's jacked. What do you mean, jacked? Like he's he's built? He's pretty built now, or at least compared to what he was um, uh, in the back in the day. He's, I'm he's, still I'm still surprised that Jonah Hill is all shredded now. Well, when someone pays me a few million bucks to start doing more movies, I'll probably take better care of myself too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my God, this guy is jacked. Carrot top? Yeah, dude. This is he's he looks di- like the lost member of White Snake. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this, man? <laughs> Jesus, in this tank top, dude. That is so fucking hilarious. Give give him a double neck like ESP or something. Right. 
What is this? Oh my god! Look at these abs. Carrot right, top, I'm gonna, dude. Maybe, maybe I'm gonna stop looking at men. Maybe just two cool dudes looking at dudes' abs. Whatever. It's, it's what family does, man. It's normal, right? This man is terrifying. But yeah, that's why. So I guess we're like I I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out if we're if we're lowbrow humor or if I'm just I'm, I'm also a younger sibling, so I'm I'm probably far too sensitive. But here, let's. Sorry, I'm getting very distracted. Let's talk about 2018 uh, sleeper watches. Um, I have two watches I'm very excited to talk about. You have two watches. I think we both unintentionally chose watches that were under 500 bucks. You said right? Yeah. That's yeah. So cool. I have, I have an option that's under 500. If you go for the bracelet, it, it, it's over 500, but not by much. Okay. Do you do you want to do your pick first, or should I do my pick first? Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll start with the watch that cut. Kind of, so I saw this watch and it inspired me to like send you the text. Okay. And say like, because I don't know where this thing came from. Maybe maybe I'm just not on top of things on the internet right now with, with watches. But okay. Um, have you seen, Kaz, mm-hmm. the Zodiac Grand Rally? Ooh, that sounds familiar. Let me Google it. Grand Zodiac Grand, no, not not Sally. Fat fingers. Grand Rally. Grand Sally. <laughs> I think I opened up a whole bunch of different links. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Ooh, look at you! I have never seen this. How interesting. So we 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 uh, wow. We hear the name Zodiac, and we think obviously the dive watch. The sea wolf. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 sea wolf, super sea wolf, sea wolf skin. I still don't know which one is the one that they make. Uh, they have too many, if you ask me. The colors are really cool. Oh yeah. But yeah, you, so you think of these, you think of these dive watches that are always being refreshed. Um, but you don't think of uh, these kind of racing chronographs, which which is what the Grand Rally is. Mm. Uh, and uh, someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this watch was officially announced sometime in August. And the first time I saw it was in a video from jonathan over at page and cooper nice um they carry a lot of zodiac and uh he he has a good video that we can link to um but basically this is a two register chronograph quartz um dated six o'clock stainless steel uh case size is 41.5 millimeters lug Mm. to lug is 48 millimeters um and yeah it's 495 on the sort of leather rally style strap it doesn't have the holes it's just like a a racy looking leather strap right or you can do 595 on the stainless steel bracelet and so you can get um just i'm looking at all the models here on the bracelet you can get a straight up panda dial version wow which is pretty sweet for 595 um you can get the sort of vibrant uh deep blue it's almost like a royal blue um it, and then the, on the blue on ones leather, you, my eye. yeah yeah that 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 blue one on on the bracelet is that's the cat's pajamas dude because i've been looking at i've been looking at monaco's a lot you know but those things are fifty four hundred dollars we so. saw we saw one in disney together we did we did how funny but, was that you know am i am i kind of an asshole for looking at it and being like yeah it's the monaco but it's not the mcqueen i'm such a dick because you know, with those you with those you have the one that's uh, you have the crown either at three o'clock or you have the crown over at nine, nine o'clock. Right. You had you yeah. had you had an orological neckbeard moment. I did. I was <laughs> it's like, not McQueen. The crown's on the wrong side. 
And you like, angrily and slam it, your chair down as you left the in restaurant. In reality, in reality, the the guy's wife probably bought it for him or something. He was I, having a lovely dinner with his family. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it, so my my takeaway from seeing that watch in person was, I think you said this also. You just go, man, that's a blue watch, and it is a, it's it's very, a, blue. It's a very blue fucking watch. But here we're we're getting distracted. But yeah, no, so I'm I'm obviously familiar with the with the Monaco. Yes. Well, it's it's related because the okay. so the blue the blue on that one specifically the one with the the one that's not the McQueen reissue it's sort of um, like a sunburst blue and that's what that's what it looks to be on this uh, this Zodiac Grand Rally that blue dial if you go if you go the McQueen route it's it's a uh, it's more of a matte blue right. and not as shiny that I, I think because it was so shiny that's why that's why I was telling you wow that's a very blue watch. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm surprised about with this Grand Rally, uh, what we're talking about right now, it's 14 millimeters thick, which is pretty thick. It's thick. That's on I, yeah. the thick, thicker side. Usually that's something you would expect to have an automatic movement in it. So I'm curious. So so, I, so to, to clarify, I love that it's quartz. I love quartz chronographs. But mm-hmm. maybe down the road they might put a mechanical movement in here. I don't know. Cause they're, yeah, maybe they're, just, maybe they're just getting everything together and they have the cases and they're debuting with a quartz version and i don't know because i know is soon, so. i know there is a precedent for zodiac using the Velju 7 733 obviously with zodiac and fossil they want to use the new stp movements so maybe mm. they might try and debut an stp chronograph movement in here i think they should probably iron out the issues with the three-handers but what do i know you know what i mean <laughs> what do i know what do i know i'm just i'm just i'm just a man with a plan Kind of. What? What? Do you, which? Which ones do you like more? Because I kind of see. I don't know if you're looking at the the product page with all of the versions, and mm-hmm. and there are six versions in total. Um, I like the color scheme on the bracelet versions a little more. How let about me, you? Let me go back and see. The color scheme ones on the bracelet ones are interesting. What I'm kind of gravitating towards is actually the first one. So it's Grand Rally black leather. It's orange on the um. The hell is that? Telemeter, tachymeter, tachymeter. Yeah, actually, yeah. it doesn't even say tachymeter; it just says tachy. Tachy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's got like baby blue, blue in the subdials. Yep. Ooh. So this is actually a, a callback to one of the newer sort of sea wolves that they've done, which is the same orange and blue. So I kind of like that 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 congruence between the two different product lines being from the same brand, because when that um, Zodiac Sea Wolf came out, I was just like, I was super into that color combination. So it was super cool to see it here on this on this Grand Rally as well. This is definitely a sleeper watch. I had no idea. I had no idea this happened. Why didn't yeah. you tell me? Yeah, you know, and I saw I saw it, and I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Time time for a two <laughs> K watch from from Zodiac, but, right? You know, it's quartz. It looks cool, man. I mean, I'm not. I, I I guess I'm not that into racing watches, so I. I if I have one that's quartz, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, these these are definitely cool, and I, I'm sure they're probably on Amazon and uh, maybe maybe a good good five hundred dollars stocking stuffer. Actually, the really... thing is, uh, Zodiac is really weird about where you can find them. If they are on Amazon, I'll be surprised. It's you can only buy Zodiac pieces in the U.S. from the Watch Station website because that's who Fossil has the relationship with, and they have a weird network of mall kiosks. The most random thing ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it so is a little strange. I don't know how easy it would be. Well, I guess you could just. Well, it looks like now you can just buy directly from the Zodiac site, which is an improvement from where we were originally. Or you can go obviously uh, Page and Cooper, as we just talked about, carries them as well. So that's yeah. definitely an option as well. So good pick. This is a good pick. I love. Uh, I love this case. It's so like I don't know. It's so classic. But this color scheme for this orange and blue one makes it feel 
like a zodiac to me, like a newer yeah. zodiac. You know, I wonder. I see, what, I see what you mean. I wonder what kind of movement is in here. Quartz carnivore. It's probably yeah, a miota sure. because I think a lot of fossil quartz are miotas. Yeah, and so maybe they just kind of just use that for this. I don't know. That'd be interesting to find out. Oh man, yeah it it takes away it takes away over at uh, three o'clock. So that's that's where your running seconds are. I'm I'm actually I'm at, I'm looking at a Page and Cooper video now. Oh of nice, the straight up panda version, and it looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> so running seconds is at three. That means at nine, that's your thirty minute chronograph register. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Uh, shall I shall I do mine? Go for it. Let's talk about Michael. Let's talk some more about Orient Star. You want to talk more about Orient Star? Let's do it. Let's talk about Orient Star. So Orient Star is one of those I talked about earlier. Obviously, early in the beginning of the show, it's um, it's a segmentation of Orient pieces that don't really get too much exposure here um in the states. Uh, that's mainly because we've talked about Orient's marketing practices in the past. In that, I think the best way for me to describe to you, each and every one of you, wonderful, beautiful listeners, what Orient's marketing strategy is, is if you have a big box of fireworks, it's like a like a like a, a box too big for one one person to hold by themselves, and then you just throw mm-hmm. a road flare in that box of fireworks, and they just shoot everywhere. There's just yeah. fireworks shooting south, east, north. They just do whatever they want, independent of whatever the other firework is doing. It's basically just a good old fashioned fire clusterfuck. Firework clusterfuck. That's Orient Mark uh, Orient Watch's marketing strategy in 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 a clusterfuck nutshell. Okay, so the way it works is obviously <laughs> Orient is based in Japan, and there are different offices around the world that represent Orient, but there is no congruence in strategy. Orient USA doesn't necessarily have to check with the home office to do whatever it wants to do same with you know wherever the other ones are there's a few there's uh, several of us obviously in the world i can think of right now obviously orient usa is the one that i'm familiar with because that's where we live and so um orient usa hold on my cat's here what's up sweetheart she's 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 dying apparently she needs she needed to tell me that she's dying (laughs) uh so orient usa is obviously (laughs) in control of a lot of the pieces from orient that we learn about and Usually it's, you know, it's your Makos, it's your Rays, it's the Bambinos a lot of the time. Orient makes a lot of pieces. And the only kind of Orient stars we sort of hear about are, you know, like I said before, classics, which I think we were talking about originally. Um, or actually, when you were here in person, I think you mentioned an interest in those. They're a lot of fun. They are a lot of fun. Um, or it's just three-hander with a power reserve at 12 yes. o'clock. Yes. yes. Very, very clean, um, but, but still fun. Uh, the Orient Star Classics and the Orient Star um, Retrogrades. And so it's not always, it's pretty uncommon for us to hear about new Orient Stars on the state side. But this year there was one. There was a new limited edition Orient Star that technically I think was um, coordinated through Japan and distributed across the world. But we did not really get, I think Orient USA... I could do a whole goddamn episode on Orient USA, but I think Orient USA did a, a did a blog post, and I think they might have opened the opened the window at the warehouse and yelled outside about this watch, and that's it. So there was the only reason this is a sleeper watch is because there was not a proper follow through with just letting the world know about it. So this is a limited edition Orient Star. It is the reference RK DA 0001 L. That reference again is RK-DA-0001L. And it's really I was cool. just looking at these. Okay, so I have to ask you, do you like this watch? 
I really like the colors. Yes. I this is also being surprisingly being promoted on the Orient uh, USA site. I think I think on the homepage you can see it. Are you, are you serious? Oh my god, I have to see this. I do not believe. Yeah. It. Yeah. So if you go to Orient um, USA or whatever. Uh, Orient Watch USA. Mm-hmm. There's you can scroll down, and there's browse collections. Or the fourth one to the right is Orient Star. Give yourself the star treatment. Um, is the tagline for that. And just a, a a one row down, you have these. And it looks like there's another version that's on the bracelet. There is another. There's another version where the dial is a little more complicated. Uh, hold on, yeah. there 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 there's shite websites crashing my browser. <laughs> Just give me a second here to power through this one. <clears throat> I'm stuck right now on the image of a very nice uh, looking Japanese man with an, a loop in his ocular socket. Well, now now uh, if, when you get to the Orient Star page, it tells you to shine like a star. And there's a super hipster looking dude with a beard and a cool hat. I don't want to talk about this website. I just, I'm just going to look for the watch. Yes, the watch is on the, is on the website. I do see it. That is awesome. So it's here. They call it the semi-skeleton. So we're looking at the same one, semi-skeleton. Uh, semi-skeleton is the is not the same one that I was looking at. So semi-skeleton is the one where there's a lot more going on, has a small seconds and a power reserve, and there's more of an open heart sort of feeling. The one that I'm uh-huh. looking at. Oh no, wait, they're both they both say semi-skeleton. They all say semi-skeleton. <laughs> But I, I get you. I see what you, I see what you're looking at. My, there. Bro- my broken heart. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. But yes, this is the one. Um, it's limited edition. I think they released these in like March or February. They didn't make that many, and they're just not selling because Orient isn't really talking about them. I don't think people are really aware of them. So it's part of the Orient Star Collection. It is powered by the very, very cool 40R54 movement. So obviously it's um, movement. Uh, it's, it's it's one of the Orient Star movements. So it's one of the 40, um, 40 line of movements. I think this is similar. I think the one you find in the Orient Star Classic is 40N54 or 53. Mm-hmm. I have to double check. So I think the watch is wonderful because it's limited edition. I love the colors. I think this blue and yeah. green with this kind of touch of almost like rose gold or brass or whatever the fuck that is, mm-hmm. is so just cool. I'm even okay with the Roman numerals at the compass rose positions. I'm usually kind of odd about Roman numerals, you know what I mean? But what yeah. I like about this is compared to the dial on my Orient Star, the WZ0071DJ, it looks... this. This watch, I'm not calling it the semi-skeleton. That's just fucking ridiculous. What am I going to call it? <laughs> um, I'm going to call this watch by its reference number. This watch, the Orange Star DA0001L, it looks like the cyborg version of, of my watch with the dial. Because the dial color, it looks like it's the same. This dial texture with the pinstripes is the same. The only difference right. is the power reserve is, is uh, different. There are these brass slash, I don't know, rose gold touches. And then it's the... Uh, open heart. Obviously, the case is a little bit different as well. This case is, ooh, I think it's small. I think it's thirty nine or forty. It's millimeters. thirty. It's thirty nine. I see it here. Yeah, that's uh, the, the that this orient. Actually, I can tell you right now. All right, how big? Can you still hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. 
I was using my digital calipers to hold my headphones in place on my computer because my computer's falling apart. And I just had to remove my calipers to use to actually measure my Orient Star. So the Orient Star, it's a shit show over here, bro. I just, I just, I just need to emphasize that for you. The Orient Star <laughs> that I'm wearing right now, the WZ0071DJ, it is uh, 42 millimeters. So bigger, oh, okay. bigger than this guy here. But I'm just surprised these didn't sell out. You know, did yeah. you did you remember hearing about this when they came out? No, but I saw these on the site the other day because I was I was trying to take a look at the Triton, see if it was still still going around, and uh, they say that it's sold out or whatever. Okay, but um, yeah, this new semi skeleton, whatever you want to call it, uh, I'm I, not calling the, it the colors. The colors definitely caught my eye. Uh, oh, by the way, an easy way to tell uh, tell it apart from the other one, the slightly more complicated looking version that one is 41 millimeters there you and go. comes on a, and comes on a bracelet so this one is 39 i like the i like the one you brought up i'm just i'm just mad that you can't get that on a bracelet it seems like you only have this this blue croc option yeah and I, I think it's i think it's kind of weird when you have colored leather because I, I've never seen a blue crocodile. I've never um, seen a blue crocodile either, but anything's ever. possible. Maybe if we keep polluting the swamps, it'll happen. What do you think? <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it can happen. Maybe Orient is genetically uh, modifying crocs. They're just paying people to shoot crocodiles in New Orleans, and then History, History Channel films them shooting the crocodiles, and then they get mailed over to California, where Orient USA is head, headquartered, and then someone spends... 14 hours tattooing each crocodile blue and then they tan <laughs> these motherfuckers and they dry yeah. them out I'm sure on premises not in like in like a factory with with horrible work conditions and then that's how you that's that's uh, all the story of how blue crocodile straps are made right yeah yeah we we can we can we can take that on to our next uh, straps episode <laughs> we, can, we can we can close the book on this one boys but I, I agree with you I like this one more than the other one because for me what is wonderful about this piece is just you able to have that big solid block of just that textured dial it's not just slammed full of monopoly pieces you know what i mean you have yeah. your power reserve you have open heart at nine and then you get this wonderful just like contrast of this 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 solid just dial you actually see what the dial it's a dial with flourishes not a dial with chicken pox where it has just too much shit going on you know what i mean mm -hmm. so yep. I, I i was into this watch when it first came out i was expecting it to sell out in a heartbeat didn't didn't which is just interesting to me, and under 500 bucks. So for Orient Star, that's pretty good. You can get some of the Orient Star classics for uh, under 400, I think, but yeah, they're not 315 as... is this this nice one that I yep. like. But they're not to me as visually interesting as this no. um, as this limited edition Orient Star. You know the um, the fucking what the hell is the reference? I'm not gonna call it semi skeleton. That's just ridiculous. The the DA triple zero one L. So. <laughs> I think this thing is super. So that's 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 my one pick for I think just super 2018 under the radar release. Nice. Mm -hmm. Or one of my picks rather. I'm gonna What's, pull up my other one. Yeah, I'm 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 curious to hear yours because I'm I have some trepidation about mine because I think it's come out in 2007 in 2018, but I just was randomly I randomly happened upon this watch and I'm so into it, but I feel like I'm not supposed to be. So I'm I'm interested to talk about mine, but I want to hear about yours. So I mean, this this isn't totally exciting because we've talked about it before. But I'm just surprised that it hasn't um, hasn't really made the rounds as much as I thought it would. It's the um, Patek. It's 
<laughs> Sorry. It's the the Patek Nautilus chronograph, yeah. Ah, just, but of course. Yeah, I'm surprised it's not more popular. Which is like trading for twice retail price now. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> we we gotta talk about Pateks at some point on the show. We need a Patek only episode, right? We could do I mean we could do one. I don't know. That's gonna be all you. Because I don't know anything about Pateks except that you have a vault full of them with Rembrandts. I'm just so mad because people are paying twice the price of a Nautilus. They're paying two times retail to get a Nautilus. Mm-hmm. And they're forgetting about all these beautiful annual calendars that you can get for just retail. Well, but anyways. We've talked about it before. It's because people ruin everything always. Everything's always <laughs> awful always. That's just that's yep. just what I've learned as, as an adult. My, my birthday's in a couple of days and I'm getting closer and closer to adulthood or death that's right. as it were. That's right. And that's what I've learned. Everything's always awful always because of everyone else. Never because of me. Right. I gotta get you something. I gotta send you. No, seeing right. seeing your wonderful face and being in the presence of you and your wife during Thanksgiving was gift enough. Don't give me shit. All right. If Back you to send, this watch. If you send me anything, I'm gonna burn it. I'm not even gonna. Oh, I'm just gonna burn it on my doorstep and just live stream that shit. But yeah, here, talk about your watch. I'm sorry. What's up? What you wearing? No, no, it's it's okay. We we wrote about this one, and I I did a search today, and hilariously, we're we're number one on on Google. Um, and it's the uh, Citizen, it's the new Citizen Promaster NY008 Asia Limited Series. Oh, the black one. Um, well, is it? There is a there is a black version, but this is the one you can get it with a fully loom dial. You can get it with a Pepsi oh, bezel. You can get yeah. it with a blue bezel. Um, there's a there's like a bronze and green version. A lot of different versions, and I you know I know this is limited to to the Asian market. What's the but, what's the reference again? I'm trying, I'm trying to Google it. Uh, so it's the you can Google Citizen NY008, and this is oh, cool. um, yeah. So this is kind of like the um, Citizen equivalent to the SKX007, and people have been people are fans, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because I think it wears a little bit smaller than an SKX, so people look for them. Uh, but this is. I think the first time Citizen has refreshed them, it's just unfortunate that when they did so, um, it was limited to, to Asia Asian markets. markets. Yeah, these are beautiful. How, how yeah. does it feel, by the way, to Google something and research and find an, an article that you wrote on Google on our website? It's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a good it's a good feeling. Yeah, because I'm I'm sure people are people are just maybe typing in the reference. Mm-hmm. I know I do when I when I search for watches. So this page gets traffic. I can tell you right now, this page gets traffic. That's kind of fun. But, you know, I think this is kind of a big deal for Citizen, especially when you look at that all loom dial version. Yeah. Uh, it's super retro, super 80s. Um, yeah, I bet you that's just such a fun watch to have in person and, like, play with in the dark. <laughs> I love the I love the ascension, ascension scale on the rubber. That's so cool. Yeah. Never yeah, going to need it, but that's so I cool. Still have, I still have that strap on the one you got me. It's the same <laughs> It's the same strap that, that comes on. Uh, really? Oh, cool. I think all of the Pro Masters. And we, and we saw one in Disney also. We, we were kind of trying we to figure did. out if... We were trying to figure out if it was an SKX, uh, or but then I think I saw that that no deco table on, mm-hmm. the, on the strap, and I was like, okay. And the bezel, the bezel grips are pretty particular on the on that Pro Master that you got. So. That's true. That's true. You have the same you have the same kind of deal on these watches, yep. uh, except you have the crown at eight o'clock, which is kind of quirky um, and odd. fun. Yeah. Well, it's it's sort of it's sort of a sign that you have the the citizen um, 
automatic version of the uh oh pro master the pro master diver so okay. these these aren't quartz they're they're automatic um a lot of different flavors a lot of different colors that you can get um Wait, these are automatic what the hell is in here it must be a miota this is let's see what did i write movement the caliber 8203 that's a miota right that is that is a miota that is an, an older caliber technically we're on the nine zeros right now yeah so it's 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 one of those um and i dig it man i you probably you probably have to go the extra mile to get one here in the states but yeah um i i've i've seen one on on the toxic natos feed for example and i think i think some people got their hands on them it probably isn't difficult if you go with uh like creation watches or somebody, somebody like that. I love this bronze one with the green. Um, um, that, that one, that one I really like a lot. Yeah. I think that one, they have a couple that are limited to specific regions even. So I think that one is for Singapore. I could be wrong. So I got to fly to Singapore. Should I spend my Speedmaster money or my Seamaster money on a plane ticket to Singapore to buy this watch? Don't. Don't. <laughs> I hate buying plane tickets, man. <laughs> Dude, let's just, let's just buy plane tickets, plane tickets to places and then fly back home in like a day. Yeah, all right. I'm telling you, man. But this is cool. This is definitely, yeah, definitely a sleeper watch because I remember when it came out, it had like a little bit of a splash and then the internet forgot, I feel like. Yeah. Right? I I, I think so. I think so. I, I'd, I'd get one if I could find that, um, that loom dial version. I mean, I'm trying to cut back on the dive watches. I think I, I, think I have too many. Gotta try to look for for other things. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, you can't ever have can't ever have, can't ever have too many dive watches. I'm just saying. I think you can have too many dive watches. <laughs> I think I think I need to cut back, man. You know, what we should do if we do ever, ever do get the opportunity to do like a TBWS watch, we have to do something specifically desk diver. You know what I mean? Like it's a dive watch, but it's somehow catered to the desk diver. So maybe. Sort Maybe of some kind of scale on the bezel. I was going to say we could do so if we could try and take a page out of Brew Watch's book, and instead of the bezel having be like a like a like 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 a dive timer, you could have it be like um a coffee break timer or something or like yeah. or like or like or like or like uh, like a like a smoke break timer every every twenty <laughs> minutes, just get out there in the cold, suck back on the cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, some fun or like maybe we could have some kind of carpal tunnel indicator, a carpal tunnel, carpal tunnel. Uh, co- complication on the watch. What do you think? Yeah, I think there there are a few things we can work out. <laughs> See who wants to do it with us. <laughs> Breguet, I'm looking at you. Jackie Dro, Jackie Dro can do it. I, 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 I think they can finagle together some kind of colon I want, cancer I complication. Wanna, I don't want a charming chirping bird. I want like a coughing, heaving bird. <laughs> a bird in the last throes of life because it needs to get that final email out before Friday evening, right? So it just sounds like a broken Jack H. Road charming bird. So, so here's the deal. Every single one of those Jack H. Road ta- uh, uh, charming birds that breaks, they can just throw a TBWS logo on it and just bam, there you go. That's the TBWS charming bird. It's just broken. You know it's what I mean? <laughs> and it's missing a foot. It's missing bro, a foot. You got a broken foot bird. That is an old school inside Mike and Kaz pre-TBWS joke. Broken foot bird. You guys don't even, <laughs> guys don't even know. Oh, broken footboard. This is a good pick, though. I like this a lot. I'm gonna try. I'm actually gonna do a little bit of Google and see if I can find someone to sell me this dang copper one. It's pretty. Yeah, definitely like it. But but kind of like you said, really really forgotten. I, I saw yeah. it late at night one night. Um, I think on watches SJX or I think that's what they're called. Um, something like that. Watches S or watches by SJX, something like that. Yeah, and so so I I. 
I thought we should probably write something about it too. Um, but yeah, haven't heard much uh, much since, and these are limited, so I'd be interesting. I, I'd be interested in finding out if uh, if they're all sold out. Even I wow. think it's possible. I mean, maybe maybe a bunch of people, a bunch of retailers just bought them, and they're just kind of sitting in eBay stores now. So maybe technically they're sold out, but you can still find them. I don't know. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Why is there a pufferfish on the back? Is our pufferfish noted for their diving capabilities? I I wrote about it there. There's some reason I forgot. Okay, that's cool. Y'all, I'll, y'all can read it. I'll, 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 yeah, I'll, I'll look it up later. Um, should, should, should I do? Should I do my my last pick? Yeah. So it's a Seiko. So I mean, it's it's, it's going to be difficult to do an episode like this, I think, and not talk about Seiko because Seiko is notorious for just like releasing like watches. So the tor- mm-hmm. so Seiko is notorious for doing two things. Releasing expensive Grand Seikos and telling everyone about it. But then on the other spectrum, releasing, you know, affordable watches and telling no one. Like, the full Bond villain. They have people make the watch and then they're all killed afterwards. So they can't Mm -hmm. spread the word. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so, I was on the Seiko website the other day, actually, um, because uh, there's... I got an email about some Grand Seiko events in the Miami boutique, uh, which is a couple hours away from me. And I've gone to a couple of them before, and I might go to this one, but it's on my actual birthday. It's on December 5th. Ah, <laughs> maybe you'll get a free watch. I don't think, and no one likes me that, that much, Michael. I don't think mm-hmm. it works like that. You're only, you only, We only talk because you're contractually obligated to be my friend. That's just how it works. <laughs> we, signed, we signed the scrolls in blood. The fates, our fates were sealed, and we're just gonna circle the bowl together until I drag you down with me. That's just that's just the reality of how I think it works, right? Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not much you can say in response to that. I do apologize. That was very rude of me. Um, but no. So uh, and so I, I got that email for the Grand Seiko event, and I'm just like, oh okay. And there was like a I think a link to the Seiko site on the email, and I was just going and kind of looking around because I remember we've talked about this. Seiko releases watches, it doesn't tell anyone, and so I'm like, okay, let me just go and see if there's anything kind of cool on there. I found something on their website. I don't know if it's new. There's no reviews on it. I've seen so many different manufacturing dates for it. I've seen this year. I've seen like 1998. And I'm like, that doesn't sound right. It is is the, it a Prospex? No, it's something called Essentials. It is huh. the Seiko SNE483. It is 43 millimeters, solar, 100 meters of resistance, uh, water resistance. It's a screw down case back. It looks like a screw down crown. I think it has... This it has a be- it has a bezel. I don't think that bezel turns. I don't think it turns, but I was looking at the video and it looks like maybe there's clearance for it to turn. There's just so much I don't know about the watch. Even if the watch bezel doesn't turn, I think it's cool looking. What do you think? Does Seiko really have these videos, official videos, where it's just like the watch spinning? It's a watch spinning. Yeah, it's it's oh so that what they do is they put the watch on a table and then they have uh, four children lift the table very slowly and then turn it. I'm calling for a genocide on all YouTube channels that use these types of videos where it's the watch spinning and I'm classic so, music I'm in the so, background. I'm so conflicted because, you know, I'm doing I'm doing videos for our YouTube channel. Go and check it out, um, all you guys. And um, a couple a couple times people have said, hey, you know, Kaz, you should put on some, like, jeweler's gloves so you don't get, like, syrup all like Because I, I only shoot videos after I eat syrupy pancakes. That's just <laughs> that's just my modus operandi. That's just what I do. You know what I mean? So. Uh-huh. And so, I mean, as I'm touching the watches uh, in the videos, obviously, like, I get, like, fingerprints on me. Not, I mean, not, like, egregious fingerprints, but they're not, like, clean like you see in other videos. And so some people suggested, like, 
white jeweler's gloves. And I'm just like, I don't know. That just feels weird. You know what I mean? I know this a practical application, but. By the way, I, I saw you completely destroy your fingernail. <laughs> and that's cool. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, dude. Yeah, dude. That, <laughs> if you guys want to see me fucking annihilate my thumb, my, my, my the, the nail on my thumb, go and watch the score. That was like HD and the audio was in there, too. I had, I had like isolating headphones on <laughs> i just i heard it i heard it and felt it <laughs> i was making i was trying to emphasize on the video how difficult it was to turn the bezel on that squally atmos 30 gmt or 30 atmos gmt and um it's like fucking trying to suck water out of stones dude it is difficult <laughs> to turn and in the process of trying to turn it i just annihilated the the, the, the nail on my thumb <laughs> so if you want to see me make an ass of myself on a youtube video go and check it out um and I love, I love your tiny magic carpet. The carpet, car, the carpet, the carpet sells it. The carpet is, 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 is. <laughs> I love your tiny magic carpet. I feel like for some reason, most brown people have at least one tiny Persian carpet in their homes. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I've just always had a tiny carpet. I used to use it as, as a mouse pad, and then obviously I don't have a, I have a laptop now, so I just, uh-huh. I just, I just do watch reviews on it. So um so yeah so what the hell is this this Seiko SNE four eight three I like it a lot. There's something. There's almost something. I, I'm not saying this in a derogatory way, fashion watchy about it. But there's something that's so legible. I love the way the white, almost like pilot hands look with the white markers against that deep blue kind of sunburst style. You know what I mean? I'm looking at the SNE prefix to the reference number. Um, and so this thing is also solar, uh, mm-hmm. the one that you're pointing out. I wonder if it's, yeah, I guess it's the same movement as what's in the new, very popular, um, solar tunas. This is the V157. No, oh, I don't know what's in this thing. I have no idea. Is that it? Are you, are, 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 are you clicking it? Are you clicking it in the background? Yeah, dude, but I kind of feel like the bezel is sort of farty. <laughs> it does sound a little bit like you're stomping on Honey Nut Checks. You ever had Honey Nut Checks? Honey nut checks, or just, or just, or just honey checks. Hold on, no. hold on. What are they called, babe? No. The checks, honey checks. She says they're called honey checks. Okay, well they're 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 particularly crunchy, but in a very like raw way. It's not like <laughs> a clean, not like not, not 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 like a clean Cheerio crunch. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I like this watch, but the bezel is kind of farty, and I don't I don't really know <laughs> the best way to articulate that on paper, but I'll, I guess I'll figure it out. <laughs> I think farty is quite appropriate, but um, but with this, with this, with this, so with this SNE, I don't think the bezel turns. I'm not too sure. I, love, I don't think that thing turns. Doesn't look like it, right? But if it does, that'd be cool. I like this watch though because so 43 millimeters, I feel like, is a little bit on the larger side. But with a watch like this, I think that would be awesome. And there's just something super, I don't know, just grab and go quartzy about this watch. Some of the um polishing choices for the case polishing choices not the shape but polish choices remind me of my sumo so there's a bit of a bevel there's a bit of different polishes on the very very top of the lug so there's like high polish and then it looks like matte and then it looks like high polish again so i like the crown guard there's just something about this watch that i'm super gravitating towards so i don't know if this is necessarily like a 2018 sleeper watch but it's another one of these goddamn seiko pieces that mm. there's nothing on. There's nothing on out there, and it's super affordable. I mean, it's two fifty on the actual Seiko website, so it's got to be under two hundred bucks in the real world. You know, this watch kind of reminds me of the 
maybe like Seiko's competition to the Tissot Swissmatic V8, which is the same thing. It has it has a it has a bezel, but I don't think it turns. Um, Let me see, Swissmatic V8, V8, V8 Splash. Sorry. Yeah, I think it's oh, the same okay. same kind of deal. You get you get a. You get a bezel, but it doesn't turn. These seem uh, a bit more sporty. I don't know why. That is true. That is true. The hands are very small on this Seiko. They do look a little thin. Interesting. The markers are also very thin. On the, oh, wait. Hold on. Are you looking at the Seiko or the Tiso? I'm looking at the Tiso. The Seiko. Oh, okay. I think the Seiko, the Seiko hands are kind of small. Really? Yes. So you say, when you say small, do you mean short or thin? Short. Short. They are short. They are so you have kind of like a big zero thing happening here. Big zero hands are incredibly like undersized, but that's stubby. Yeah, stubby. Exactly. You know what I mean. So, um, it is a bit weird because ideally you'd want the minute hand to reach the outer perimeter of the dial, and then the hour hand to at least reach the very beginning of the hour markers, and you don't get that here. Yeah. So obviously it's not a functional watch. It says it has a hundred meters. The screw down case back, it looks like the crown might screw down because it has a crown guard for some reason. Like, like, like I'm going to go fucking diving with this thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but this watch, I don't know, just caught my eyes. It's one of those serendipitous, like, oh, I like the way this watch looks. Like, if this is ever on sale for like under 150, I might just grab it just to get like another kind of fun grab and go quartz in the mix. You know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, so yeah, this is the kind of other watch, but I think the main 2018 kind of sleeper watch was that Orient Star that I'm talking about. But this is definitely, definitely a fun one as well. Right on. But yeah, I man. think we we pick some some fun stuff. I like so it. What I'm super interested in hearing though is just each and every one of your picks. Like, what do you guys kind of interpret as? the sleeper sort of 2018 watch or whatever actually michael i have a question for you do you think there were any micro brand sleepers this year um because i have one that just popped in my mind but i don't i'd have to think about that so i have i have one technically it's a sleeper um okay but i'm not sure if it qualifies because i think i'm the only one that actually talks about this watch um (laughs) it's it's the gavox roads Yes. I love the Gavox Rhodes. You saw it when I had it in Hong Kong. No yes. one else talked about it. I don't think that's to the detriment of the watch. I think that's just um, a symptom of just sort of how Michael Happy over at Gavox Watches does his particular form of outreach, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, he also did a Power Reserve watch. Uh, the Legacy Power Reserve. It's quite beautiful. Yeah. It is quite, quite beautiful. It comes in a uh, very pretty blue and a white as well. That is also, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I think it's safe to say Gavox is just a sleeper brand and yeah. as, a, as, a, as a whole, you know what I mean? But I think uh, if any of you guys have micro brand pieces that were released and were kind of, you would think uh, you would consider as sleepers, definitely let us know. Also, just any other big brands. And so I think that'll just be fun to just get as many ideas in the mix as possible. You know what could be fun actually, dude? At the close of this year, 2018 or whatever the fuck horrible year it is right now, I can do a page on the website that's just called like the best like affordable underrated watches of 2018 where I just collect all the suggestions that people give us. You think that, is that crazy? That's a good idea. Yeah. I think that'd be a lot of fun actually. And I can yeah. I can I can like um I can give credit to people's like selections. I mean, that should be pretty pretty easy to do. So, yeah. Lamb on us, guys. If there are any watches in 2018 you would consider sleepers in addition to the ones that we have flagged, let us know. Give us, give us, give us the good word, right? 
The word. The word, man. Um, let me see here. Should I talk? Should I talk about? Ooh, should, should I talk about some of the um, some of the Amazon stuff? And then is it? Will Will it be that sad time? You talk about that. I'm gonna go use the bathroom. <laughs> this is the second time your bladder has interrupted the show. I know, but I don't. I don't want it to. I don't want to interrupt the show. I'll be quick. Go, I promise. Go pee. I'll talk to the nice people at home. Do it. Okay. Hey, this is Kaz, and you're listening to Two Broke Watch Knob. One broke, one broke, one, one broke over, one broke over caffeinated watch knobs. See, this is great, guys. This is what's going to happen in the future when Michael just gets tired of me and leaves. I'm just going to say things and then uh, hope the clock runs out. But no, so just to, just to kind of talk what we we're talking about. So um, I added a page on the TBWS website, twobrokewatchknobs.com, which basically I'm going to update it. Either Michael, I, Michael or I will update it every week. And it's basically highlighting what we would consider the top eight best deals on Amazon, basically. So I think right now on the page, there's the the Bulova Lunar uh, lunar, um, lunar Pilot. It's gone down a crazy amount of money. I think it's like 300 bucks on the bracelet, which is bonkers. You know, there um, also the Turtle is on there. There's also another really fun Snake of Five Diver on there. There's a couple Casios on there, I believe. Um, there's also a really fun citizen on there. So go and check that page out. You can find it in the footer. Also, I'm going to make sure they're going to be like little like notifications, like on the website, like in, in like the content, you can just kind of see, it'll say something like, it'll say something like featured Amazon deals or killer Amazon deals or something like that. So go and check that out. And also just to clarify, cause people have asked. So basically we are also a part of the, um, the Amazon affiliates, program so basically the way that works is if you kind of click on one of our amazon links and that takes you to amazon what will happen is uh amazon basically registers that you came to amazon from our website and what that will mean is basically over the next 24 hours your amazon purchases you don't pay anything extra you don't have to do anything different anything you purchase on amazon basically amazon will just give us like a kickback that's at no extra cost to you, and that's a really efficient way of, in my opinion, supporting the show because most folks shop on Amazon right now. It is only toggled on for the U.S. I'm trying to figure out a way for us to actually have that Amazon affiliate thing work for um, all you wonderful folks uh, who aren't in the who aren't in the U.S. So I want to have an update on that, let everyone know. But that's how it works. If you see an Am- most, if you see most Amazon links on our website, that is basically the the process. So if you're doing Amazon shopping, if you know that's something coming up, especially with the holidays. You don't have to buy what the Amazon link is for. You just have to click on it, and then within 24 hours, like do your purchases or whatever. And then Amazon sends us uh, just like a like a like a finder's fee. Again, that's that no extra cost or anything like that. So do keep that in mind um, as you guys are, are are doing your holiday shopping. It's one of those uh, just super efficient ways of just supporting everything that you know Michael and I are trying to trying to build here with sweat equity, pure sweat equity. Um, also check out the website. There are a lot of really cool pieces that have gone up recently. I mentioned before, um, Mike's got watches, uh, Mito piece, Mito star piece went up. Also Greg Bedrosian has uh, contributed a really, it's such a fun piece. It's this, um, this kind of watch traveling, uh, guide, the guide to traveling with watches, which is super relevant because obviously it's the holidays and so everyone's going to start traveling. So it covers everything from packing to what to do in TSA and then what to actually do at your destination. I also shared my own two cents with my experience traveling with watches uh, at the bottom of that piece. So um, 
I'll make sure there's a link in the show notes for this uh, episode as well, but go and check that out on the website. Uh, let me see. There are going to be some other additional pieces going on the site as well, so it's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And if you have any additional questions just about how that Amazon affiliate link thing works, uh, definitely just let me know. Email us tbws.contact at gmail.com. Again, tbws.contact at gmail.com. And also just to clarify, the whole thing... After 24 hours of clicking on one of our links, it basically, like, Amazon just kind of, like, forgets. So it's not, like, something that's, like, like with you forever. So I don't want anyone to have any kind of, like, weird, like, browser concerns about that or anything. So let me just see. Mike, did you end up making it back? I'm back. And I did hey. not wash my hands. Oh, you animal. I like it. I'm kidding. I, oh, okay. Well, okay, whatever, dude. Whatever, man. I'm into it. I knew it, but yeah, I was uh, I was letting everyone uh, I was letting everyone uh, let me recap what I just talked about. I talked about what it would be like if you weren't if when you finally wise up and uh, abandon me and I'm just doing the show by myself. I was giving them an indication of what that experience would be like, and then I was just kind of filling everyone in on the um, on the new Amazon uh, deals kind of featured page that we have. So basically, once a week, we're gonna do our best to update that page with what we kind of think are like the best um, Amazon deals. Also, the reason I, the reason we're highlighting those the best Amazon deals is I'm also doing historical comparisons. So I'll historically compare the Amazon price to its all time, like low. So, um, using that, that camel, camel, camel plugin. Yep. Yep. Using the camel, camel, camel website. It's really cool. The website interface is not good, but the, the service that it offers is really cool. So camel, camel, camel is basically a way for you to check the historic prices of anything on Amazon just by using the link or just typing in the, the product, the name. So just to give you an idea of how much time it took me to put that page together, uh, probably took me like a couple hours to two mm. or three hours, which is a long time. Yeah. <laughs> in my opinion, that's a long time, you know, come just cause it's just doing the research. It's also reading around on Amazon. It's also kind of making decisions and everything like that. So, um, go and check that page out um, and then let us know if you have any questions let me see let's do a recap here really fun wrist check you're wearing that glycine I'm wearing my very cool orange star GMT WZ 007 1DJ um, really really appreciate 100 pa- 105 patrons technically I guess keep an eye on the patreon page um, I'm gonna be doing I'm gonna be doing more specific content for you guys the patreon guys um, and then we're also gonna be updating the tiers like the rewards tiers for that uh, for that thing as well. I I, I want to spend more time making the Patreon page just fun, like sexier. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I want to try and get like a video up there, like a like a like a nice like 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 um like intro video where where Michael and I introduce ourselves, then slowly unbutton our shirts while reading the news or whatever whatever works on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Are you familiar? I think, shirt, I think a shirtless shirt shirtless podcast also. Shirtless, shirtless. I'm pretty sure I've done unintentionally done shirtless podcasts. You just have to trust <laughs> us, right? <laughs> That's so good. But yeah, and then um, uh, really cool to see Gear Patrol uh, working collaboration with Hamilton to put out that Hamilton scuba, the Hamilton Navy. That thing is a lot of fun. You know, definitely go and check that out. <clears throat> and then had a really fun time talking about the idea of these like sleeper sleeper watches kind of like looking back this past year let me know what you think are good contenders for affordable underrated slash sleeper watches of 2018 i'm going to take as many of those um, ideas that you guys send together and see if i can't put together a really cool kind of like 2018 looking back page on the website and i'll try and try and um um, um like 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 credit everyone that i can you know for those choices that i put together uh do, 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 am i missing anything no i think that's it Think a good it. episode. It's fun. I mean, well, I mean, I was honest. I don't, I don't know how good it is. I always <laughs> say 
to two, maybe to two. You know, if it was just me alone, it'd be a one. But you bring it to a two, so that's how negative of 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 of, of a presence I bring to the show. But yeah, no, no, I I I think it's a fun show. I'm super excited to hear all your guys' thoughts and opinions on just kind of underrated watches because I'm 100 sure there's shit that we just didn't talk, we just couldn't talk about. Yeah, you know. Also, if you have this Orient Star, this Orient Star. Uh, what the hell is it? DA triple seven triple zero triple seven. There you go. DA triple zero one L. Let me know if you like it. I still have my eye on it. So cool. You know, but um, is it that <sighs> that sad time? I feel like I'm forgetting. I don't want to go. I've had a bad week. At, uh, a bad a bad a bad work week. I don't want to go. I know, but it's gonna be Christmas soon. I fucking love Christmas. I am yeah. all about Christmas, dude. I think that's why my week was better. I had a, I had a ton of work. But I was just like, whatever, man. Good Christmas, Christmas, man. Soon. I'm gonna get my tree today. Get my fucking tree. You're gonna get your tree. Up. So, so what's so? Did you settle the debate, live tree or plastic tree? Because that was a conversation oh, I, that we were all. Of course, all I lost. Of course, I lost. So it's gonna be a live tree, and I'm gonna be cleaning pine needles for <laughs> six six years. <laughs> so. Yeah. Concession is the crux of husbandry at this point. Well, not not horse husbandry, like you know, marital husbandry. I think is that. Yeah. The the the, the, yeah, <laughs> the conclusion be, to draw. It'll be a real tree. It'll be a real tree. <laughs> I mean, at least it'll smell nice, right? It'll smell nice. You I can know? get that with a candle. Whatever. Fuck it. Touche. Well, what if you do one of those tree skirts where you put like a sheet down and it catches all the needles? Does that work? It's a good idea. It's just get—it's getting the tree inside the apartment. Also, the, the branches scrape against everything. <laughs> Even if it's a healthy tree, pine needles are going to go everywhere. Of course, of course, healthy humans shed hair, so healthy trees will shed leaves. I mean, that's not like a clear analogy, but I think you guys can understand. What I'll, I'm I'll, about. I'll post a story segment. I'll show everyone <laughs> all the pine needles. How big? I know. I know we have to go, but I need to know how big is how, how big of a tree are you going for this year? Uh, I want something 25 like, footer, a good 20. I, I, I want like barely three feet. Wow, <laughs> like, like a tiny thing, but we're gonna fight about that too. So, <laughs> concession, the crux of marriage, <laughs> I think, right? Uh, yeah, the, the one last year was scraping the fucking ceiling. Oh so, it's fucking Christmas, <laughs> right? You gotta you got hang Christmas dong, you gotta let your neighbors know, dude. Right? Ah, oh, oh, that's so good. But here, I I will I will let you go so you get your Christmas tree. You wanna you wanna start the sign off? I'll jump in. Yeah, yeah. Thanks uh, for listening, everyone. This was super super fun as <laughs> usual. My name is Mike, and this is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Rogue Watch Knobs. Later. Later.